Can you imagine Man City v Liverpool for the title? Last game of the season, but it's a double header. So, welcome, welcome again to Dear Me, Pendle Revisited. This is episode two, and this is double headers. So, as you can imagine, no football on at the minute. Games have been cancelled. COVID-19, it's done us all up like kippers. As an ex-Sunday League player, we had games cancelled all the time. I'm Reese. Ryan is alongside me once again. All right, Ryan? How we going, mate? Yeah, all good, thanks, pal. All good. Good, good. Excited to get going again. Episode two. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it last time. Buzzing to uh, buzzing to get chatting again about um, about the good old days. Yeah, and this is an interesting um, subject, really, because doubleheaders it, it doesn't stand out as sort of you know what some of the stories that Pendle could tell, um, especially what, what me and you can tell. Um, but in light what's going on, um, as I just said. So many games cancelled in Sunday League. Lots back in the day, not so much now because of all the AstroTurf pitches out there. Um, but but we had a fair few uh, cancelled in our time for lots of reasons. It might have been the weather. It might have been that the copper was nicked from the changing rooms. You know, lots of <laughs> reasons. Um, but let's talk about what doubleheaders are. Yeah, so we, we had... We had a few um, down the years. I think we, like you say, it's not something that maybe would spring to mind. I think it was something we thought about. Um, there's a lot of stuff flying around about how the current league season is going to get finished. Again, I think if it was down for me and you, Kenzie, we would say the current league season should just be scraps um, and Liverpool don't win anything, um, oh, yes. which, will, which will upset a few people. But double headers, usually 30 minutes each way, um, two games um, played you know, with a with a small break in between, um, because of fixture congestion, things getting cancelled over the time. I mean, the Basildon League, um, where we played in, you know, again, especially when we got up into the Prem, there was only sort of usually six or seven teams in the Prem, so we'd play each other three times a season, um, and even then, it still was a struggle to to get those games in. Um, some of the meetings I went to in the later years, that a lot of the teams didn't want to join the Prem, and that's why it was never a nine ten team league. And, and the... just quickly there, mate, I, I, I actually looked back over some of the Facebook thing of when when we went up to join the league because I don't we never actually got um, we did we never won Div One um, to get promoted. I think we finished maybe second or third, and we and we should have gone up, but there was that's a right. big. I remember it was definitely put to us: Do we want to go up? And I looked back over the sort of all the comments we put it out on Facebook to all the all the lads and said, "Look, what do we lads? What do we think?" Um, and the response was, "Right, let's go for it. Yeah, come on, let's. It's, it's time for us to go and give the give the Premier League the Premier League a go. Um, we built a we built a good side. It had transitioned into the into the side it was in the later years, sort of those last four or five years um, at the club for us, and that was." You know, that was the time where we felt, yeah, we can give this a right good go. And the, the Pendle boys can be proud of that. 
like I say, I remember playing a couple over up on that top, you know, on pitch three. Um, and yep. and we were chatting, you know, I've, you seem you mentioned we we seem to we both could sort of picture it and seem to remember it happening, but couldn't remember the full details. So again, if any of the lads can remember this, but I seem to remember that we played a double header where we had one of the, the first game was a league game or the second game was a league game, and the and then the other one was the cup game, and which yeah. is a you know a mad, mad situation sure. that you play two different competitions on the on the same um, on the same day. Um, yeah, I'm sure we won one and lost the other, and I can't remember what way round. Um, we haven't done majorly fantastic in the cup competitions over the years. Yeah, I feel like we'd have bailed out. Um, so possibly, yeah, possibly. There was obviously that big one that stood out for us against Marylands. So the situation was we were five points behind them going into that. Yeah, five, last yeah. game, Last game of the season, obviously, therefore, we needed to win win both, get all six points and win the league. They just needed a, just needed a draw. And we'll go into detail what happened in those, in those two games. I think there was a, a definite need for a, for a big squad on a, on a day like, on a hot summer's day like it is, uh, it is today. Definite need to have a big squad, and that was maybe something that Pender we 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 never really had. Um, we always sort of seemed to be, you know, Fred Bear twelve, thirteen, maybe you know, fourteen at our, at our peak yeah. sort of thing. Um, so it was definitely definitely a struggle in that respect, and I feel like you had to play play the game a little bit differently because of that. Thinking right, hang on, we've got two games to play here, so you've got to play game one a little bit differently. We felt like we'd have had to we had to chase it in that. In that first game, we couldn't we couldn't sort of sit back and play the first game and save a bit of save a bit of legs for the second game. Um, we had to go for it, um, and I think that's always always the way uh, where you know obviously needing needing the win. And I, and I remember it, that first game, everyone on the sideline, everyone was collectively like, "We've just got to go for it." We you know we we can't um, try and tactic our way through both fixtures here because if we don't win the first it's pointless so we've got to go and I think everyone was in the same boat but it was a it was a, a frantic um, period um, for us generally over that time Kenzie wasn't it yeah yeah definitely and um, just going back over things and, and looking at the stats I never realised at the time and just briefly why you say about the squad the squad can be Proud, even though you know there wasn't a lot of us week in week out. That short or small squad we had, I've got seven weeks here, which where everyone would have had to have been at their best. So I'm going to rush through some of the dates just so we can get onto the subject. But so seven weeks. So basically, it all started at the beginning of April when and we found ourselves. We drew Marylands, which you know in a small league you're going to, but we drew them uh, in the semi-finals of the League Cup and the uh, the big charity cup for all the leagues. And so it was the 6th of April was when we actually beat Marylands 3-1 away from home, which unbelievable result. And I think a lot of the team thought as soon as we beat Marylands, we'd won it. I think we'd already won that cup in our head, which, you know, tough cup final, come on another day. But, you know, we, we thought not Marylands out, done. And it was a week later, we had our quarterfinals, I believe it was, in the Charity Cup, where we actually um, done Woodlands Athletic 8-0. Um, 
we all know who's playing goal that, that day. We do know. I wasn't actually there that day. I was uh, working at the London Marathon, but um, I was keeping an eye on the score. My dad was reporting in, and you boys had done eight nil, which was fantastic to uh, to listen to. A week later, now our goal difference was we was a hell of a lot what behind Maryland's in the league anyway, um, and we was we weren't going to catch them. But I know we was awarded a home win. Uh, against Herongate, which I know a lot of the boys at the time were a bit like, come on, we could have put 10 past these. But ultimately, I think we ended up sort of 19 behind them, which it probably wouldn't have mattered. Um, a week later than that was the cup final. Bosch, a week later than that was the semi-finals of the charity cup against Maryland. So, and they, they unfortunately did us 2-1 at home uh, then which obviously devastating because I think we we would have had a a good eye on the treble that year. There was a few talks about it and you know if we'd have walked away with just one cup that we did, you know, brilliant. But you know, there was a it was faults I think getting later and later in the tournaments that the treble could have been on. Um after that we we had a week off and then we was back at it and little did I know at the time to keep the league alive, we had to then beat them all. And we beat them all for free. And no one will remember that. And that is crucial because then that keeps us going into the 25th of May, whereby we need a double-headed two-match win against Maryland. There was always the odd team that we felt like we had a bit of a... Not not a grudge with, but certainly we had a real respect with them. Um, all the games we played with them were played in good, you know, good nature. They had guys who were um, experienced um, and and some good, you know, good young talent as well. Similar, probably not too dissimilar to ourselves with with the likes of Spenno and uh, and that for us. But they were, you know, they were certainly. I think they were they were just a little step up on us sort of thing that was always something I had and I always felt a lot of the time with Penal in those tight nervy games we 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 were we got a little bit you know we we tensed up a little bit and and probably never quite achieved what we probably could have done and maybe should have done it in some of those things but the, the first of those games it was you know it was over at Holy Cross so we were sort of on home territory um, I don't think we was on our our home pitch, we was on one of the third ones a bit further down. Um, and, you know, again, yeah, full full strength sides out. Um, it was a, you know, decent enough crowd of maybe a dozen people, which was, you know, probably <laughs> set, setting records for, for the Vazan District Sunday League at the time. Um, but that, yeah, that first game was a, was a real sort of back and forth um, thriller. I imagine, remember there being a few little few little niggly bits there centre half. Was it Mozza there centre half? Obviously he's close to someone else. There was Oh I can't remember. I can't remember there was there was a lad who played centre half for, for them who was I think he was their skipper as well and he was um a bit ner- you know, he was a bit narky and I remember that him and him and a few others having a bit a few square ups and it was it was tense. Um we were never in front, which was a was a slight slightly disappointing thing I suppose and if we could have I think if we could have nicked him front we might have we might have clung on, but the game end. The first game ended three-three. Um, you know, real like I say, real back and forth. I don't think we was ever like two down or, or, or ever in real trouble, sort of thing. 
Um, no. But I remember it being free or with maybe 20 minutes to go, um, you know, searching for that for that last goal and it just never quite came. Um, I can't actually remember who scored, you know, throughout that whole day and, and that, that period sort of thing. Like I say, there was, there was so much going on and, you know, like I say, that, that mall game, I couldn't re- didn't remember that at all. So that's fantastic, you know, that we'd, that we'd kept it going right to the end sort of thing to give ourselves a chance. Um, and I can't remember who scored in that game, like I say. And so if any of the lads are listening and uh, want to drop us a text and remind us that you... Um, you bagged a screamer that we've forgotten about, then uh, then do get in touch with us. But um, yeah, it was it was a bit of a shame that it sort of ended with that first game. Really, while we're on the on the subject, I, I remember feeling gutted myself because one of the goals was my man. Uh, I think it was the second goal they scored to go possibly two one up. I remember at the back post, it was uh, a toe poke, and we both stretched for the ball. I'm trying to flick it out for a corner. I think they whipped in a free kick. And I remember that losing my man and that going in and, and feeling like proper down in the dumps. But but the boys fought back and, and that's what they done. We we helped each other out. It didn't matter who made the mistake. You know, there was a few tears on the sideline. Um, uh, I'll let you mention names, Kenzie, as uh, as you sit in the truck a few, with him most days. Yeah, a few tears on the sidelines. Old um, Mr. Brother-in-law himself, Charlie Stewart, um, obviously showed good passion. And there was a, a few of the boys that had, had really shown passion that day, but Charlie just—I think he thought it was, you know, could have been our time because uh, of like all the effort the lads had put in, and um, yeah, he got a bit teary-eyed, bless him. But um, I suppose it showed his uh, his character to want to win. I suppose. Yeah, no, he did, and um, yeah, so he he sat out the second game, but yeah, definitely that second game that took on a um, took on a sort of carnival. I can't remember if he played it. We probably did play a charity game that year, but mate, if we didn't, took on a bit of a sort of season end. Uh, let's have a laugh and then get on the piss kind of um, kind of feel to it. We played that second game, and that's that's the one I really want to talk about because it meant I got to come out and pitch again for the first time in ages and play up front. Yeah, um, a marauding role in the number ten hole, um, and I remember their goalkeeper Jed. Um, as well, he was he was a fantastic goalkeeper. Um, he came and he came out on pitch as well when he was playing up front. Um, he probably got the better of me because he scored an absolute screamer um, from the edge of the box. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, and our goal, we said the second game we finished finished one all. Uh, our goal was a sweetly struck penalty um, by none other than than young Mitchell Cairns. Um who won the penalty, sort of jumping for a header. Um, and I definitely remember at the time, all of, all of their players, all of the, the Marylands players were saying to me, oh, you've got to take it. Because I think I was captain as well. For, <laughs> I was like, oh, you've got to take it, you've got to take it. And I I can tell tell you now, uh, I bottled it. Uh, I, <laughs> I completely bottled it and went, no, 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 Dale, don't score many. I'll let him, I'll let him take one because yeah. he, he won the penalty and he was keen to take it. And, and show off oh, his, yes. his prowess yeah. and his little, you know, shrinking violet that he is. He, he had his little moment in the uh, in the spotlight yeah. where he could blast home the penalty. And to be fair to him, he, he did. did. He absolutely rifled he it. He did. Home. Some would say a right-footed Julian Dick-style penalty. I yeah, would yeah. Say. yeah. Bang down the mid, you know, sort of that upper right mm. middle of the goal, sort of thing. You know, absolutely yeah. screamed it in. But yeah, it was it was a it was a shame that it obviously came to an end and and. You know, in the end, we only got two points out of the game, and so they still won the league by five points. But 
because I, you know, I remember the, the conversations that we, you know, there was a lot of chat, a lot of people playing in different positions, sort of thing. So I was probably playing up front. I might have been playing up front. Me and Tomo, I think, possibly, um, for, for that second game. Um, you know, Roycey playing centre half, probably. Uh, I think Drain Train went in goal, and you know, it was it was a right right sort of muck around. But I remember yeah. we were chatting to a couple of their players during it, and they went, "If you'd have if you'd have beaten us in that first game." Then that they they'd have crumbled, and that was that was I thought that was a real good thing to to feel because you know we always I feel like we always went into those big games against the big teams, your Pitsies, your Ateros, your Recons, your Fusions, you know Maryland. I think we always went in probably feeling a little bit second fiddle. We didn't have loads of people that played loads of Saturday football or people who've been semi pro getting paid and stuff like that. You know we maybe had one or two, but most of us just turned up and played on the Sunday. Um, so I think the fact that they sort of come out and said, no, actually we were worried, you know, that was, I remember going, oh, fucking hell, like we're half decent side then, you know, I think like you say, we'd beaten them earlier in the season. We'd had that close game in the charity cup. Um, we were starting to get a, a, you know, a real bit of momentum whenever we played them. Um, so yeah, if we'd have, if we'd have just nicked that first game, it's good to know that they'd have crumbled and we might have won the league, but yeah, we just, just didn't quite happen, um, on the day. Um, but but you know a real good a real good crack. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe they thought like our youngsters would have it would have come through. Maybe that bit of youngster fitness in the second game. I mean, like like you say, second fiddle. They had skillful, experienced players, but but possibly our youngsters would would have come through. Um, I'd also say it was if we were going to lose it to anyone, I, I probably wouldn't mind. You know, I'd rather we'd have lost it to Maryland rather than. Rather than some of the other sides we we came up against, um, then you know in that time, and we we was we was very close to signing a couple of the Marylands boys. Um, uh, one of the lads, his uncle was uh, one of the doormen over Festival Leisure Park, and uh, who I knew very well, and we were very close to signing him because I think he worked at Fords as well. So we had a few people trying to sort of get his signature. I can't remember his name. I want to say yeah, Lee or Lee, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Left footed. We, we almost we almost got. Yeah, we almost got him over, which you know, big big key signings, and you know, key signings is a is another subject, you know, that we will talk about in this journey. But yeah, it just just wasn't to be. But that double header, it's uh, it stands out as, as as sort of one of the the greatest days that sort of didn't happen. It was a shame. It was as, as close as we ever came to to winning the league. You know, the obviously the cup the cup win was the only silverware that we ever sort of picked up. Um, during our Pendle days, and and that was a real, you know, that was a that was a real chance at, at winning the league that we never, never quite got to. Again, I think the the last the, the couple of years after that, which were the you know were the last two years with the club sort of thing. Again, we we sort of came close. Um, we were sort of always in that sort of second or you know second and third, but it was either a, a long way off second or or a third that wasn't quite quite there. And I think that last season we played in, there was probably three or four good, you know, put together teams where all their best players wanted to turn up for them yeah. in that that final year. And every year there was a new team. Then all of a sudden, four of them was there in our final year, and it, and it didn't quite manifest. Yeah, you know. I mean, and again, I always look at our, our squad size, and I think that you know, you look at what your likes of your pros, uh, Elgar, you know, you you could play against that team. Um, two weeks in a row, and you'd have you'd face twenty two different players over that time because yeah. they had so many people signed up to their squad. 
that they'd rotate in and out. And yeah, okay, that could help you in terms of you can you could come up against their slightly weaker side and and, and maybe turn them over, um, or you could you know you could come up against their guns and all of a sudden you're you're getting a bit of a hiding sort of thing. Um, but I think that's where us and Maryland differed differed a little bit. Where it was whenever you play, whenever we played each other, it was the same. It was usually the same same guys. Your Jags, Jed and Goal. Like I say that you know it was familiar faces that we played against each time and on a small, you know, fifteen to twenty squad tops. Whereas that you know, like I say, the pros yeah. and L guys had thirty, forty people signed up, and it was just ridiculous. Yeah. As we sit at home, not doing much. Been watching a lot of the uh, Premier League goals on Sky Sports, that sort of thing, 100 clubs, which is going to filter nicely into the next episode being Pendle's best goal. How do you feel about that yeah, next I think, week? Like I say, Premier League years has been a bit of a staple um, for us um, during this time, you know, trying to catch up on, on any sort of feasting on any sort of goals that we can um, and with, with no live football on at the minute or no live sport generally. Um, and so we need to, you know, need to feast on it. And so we're going to take a trip down memory lane, try and remember some of our favourite goals. Not necessarily always the best, I suppose, maybe, but just certainly the favourite because there'll definitely be some that, that tickle us into into thinking about, you know, just real fond memories of the goal as opposed to it being an absolute screamer. I've definitely got a few uh, few scrappy goals on my list that, uh, to discuss. So definitely, and this is the episode where we probably might offend people because we haven't mentioned a goal but again we're going to put it out there and say tell us your goals people tell us the the big fantastic important goals for Pendle and let us know right superb Kenzie it's been a pleasure again mate yeah thank you right another another good chat and uh, looking forward to talking about the, the better times at Pendle that being our, some of our superb goals and um, yeah so I will see you next time see you later mate